Hey, welcome back to another episode of Greater Greener Georgia. This is Miles. And I'm Alexis, and we're back to tell you about some upcoming events that we're hosting and to give you some updates on environmental news in Georgia. Yeah, we have some amazing organizers working for GCV who are putting on some incredible events in the next two weeks. This Saturday, February 26, Angelo is hosting a community cleanup at a housing complex in Athens. They did one last Saturday too, and it went so well. Also on February 26, Tish is hosting an event out in Sylvan Hills to plant trees in the area. Also coming up on March 7th, another organizer, Chastity, is hosting her second resilience building and flood preparation workshop. If you live in coastal Georgia, make sure you get this information. It's super important to know. All of the sign-up links to these events can be found on our social media pages or at gcvoters.org slash events. Yeah, so just jumping right into it, um, the ton of great environmental news coming out of Georgia recently. This week, I just want to talk about Georgia Power's coal power plants. Georgia Power announced that they will be shutting down the last of its coal power plants by 2035. This aligns perfectly with keeping Atlanta on track to use only renewable energy by 2035, which you know aligns with Mayor Dickens' plans um, for renewable energy in Atlanta. Before the final plant is shut down by 2035, though, the utilities plan on shutting down a total of 12 coal units by 2028. This represents a loss of 3,500 megawatts, which the utility plans to offset with 2,356 megawatts in natural gas. While these plans seem amazing and are heading in a positive direction, there, there is pushback from organizations like Sierra Club who criticize the utility's plan for bringing on more natural gas. They said in a quote last week that it's time for Georgia Power to stop clinging to fossil fuel plants that pollute our air and water, needlessly increase costs for customers, and directly damage our climate. Charlene White, a spokesperson for the Sierra Club's Beyond Coal campaign in Georgia, said this in a statement, and she continued by saying, Coal plant retirements are still too far off, and Georgia Power wants to procure a massive amount of fracked gas. Transitioning to clean energy would save customers money immediately, invest in our local economy, and provide good jobs here in Georgia. Georgia Power did announce its plans to increase its renewable capacity, proposing to add 2,300 megawatts in the near term, but it still seems like these changes might be coming too slowly. Shifting from one polluting source of energy to another, coal to natural gas, isn't the answer. It might just be a band-aid. The people need true, clean energy, solar and wind. There's a ton of options out there for us. Georgia does do extremely well with solar energy, and we could build offshore wind farms that could power the entire state. It just seems like Georgia Power, yet again, they have this grip on us and they just won't let go. The utility's parent company, Southern Company, had already signaled late last year that that it intends to retire about 55% of its coal fleet over the next decade as the company works towards its goal of reaching net zero by 2050. Again, it's a positive step, but is that too slow? All this also brings to mind another major issue with these plants, and that's the disposal of coal ash waste. In 2019, the PSC allowed the utility to pass along $525 million in coal ash cleanup costs to customers, it's similar to what's happening in Plant Vogel, all of these costs ending up on our power bill, paying for more of what we don't want. Georgia Power is seeking permits to install cover over coal ash ponds at five plants, leaving the toxic waste where it sits in unlined pits and submerged at various depths in the groundwater. 
The utility revealed that it may now dig up the coal ash at Plant Wansley as it plans to do at other sites like Plant Branch in Milledgeville, but that would still leave massive piles of toxic waste in the groundwater at those four sites. The U.S. Environmental Protection Agency announced plans back in January to crack down on dangerous coal ash waste sites, including the enforcement of an Obama-era rule designed to limit the chances of coal ash toxins leaking into groundwater or waterways. Either way, it seems like coal plants are leaving eventually, which is a positive thing. In the meantime, though, we should be focusing on building more renewable energy sources so that transition can be a smooth one. Yeah, it definitely sounds like good news. But, you know, as it always is with Georgia Power, we got to hold them accountable and make sure that they're not reducing that they're not taking away one dirty energy source and replacing it with another one. It'd be great to see a lot more clean energy here in Georgia. And so in more news regarding cleaner energy in Georgia, the new electric vehicle plant Rivian has been all over the news in recent weeks. A great piece was published in the Supporter Report that talks about how while Georgians are excited to become an integral part of the expanding electric vehicle market, criticisms are arising about the risks that the plant will impose on the local environment and culture in the community as construction begins. The Northeast Georgia Regional Commission released a report at the end of January that shows that the cultural heritage of Morgan County, which is where the plant is going to be built, um, the heritage there is really at risk if this plant is going to be built as planned. The 20 million square foot site will cost $5 billion to construct and will wipe out four streams, woodland area, lots of open farmland, two roads, a chicken farm, and multiple homes. Also, according to this report, other expected spin-off developments within commuting distance of the plant will also be built, including suppliers, workforce housing, and more public school facilities. So traffic to and from the plant is estimated at 17,000 new trips a day at a rate of 5,000 vehicles an hour during peak periods. While it's certainly exciting that this construction is going to create almost 8,000 new full-time jobs, seepage of hazardous fluids from landfills into the groundwater is definitely a potential concern cited in this report. In addition to cultural strongholds that might become threatened, like a local cemetery and three historic buildings that are located on the proposed Rivian property. In addition, since that report came out a few weeks ago, it's also been announced that the state of Georgia is actually stepping in to oversee the construction of the plant. According to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, local elected officials had been scheduled to vote in April on whether to rezone the land for industrial use, but now there won't even be a vote after the state assumed control and withdrew all of their rezoning applications. State officials seem to recognize the intensity of the local opposition to the Rivian plant, and Georgia's Department of Economic Development said it will create committees that include members of the public to analyze the environmental and workforce issues for increased transparency. We actually posted a short thread on Twitter two days ago uh, with details about how residents in Rutledge, Georgia, and the other nearby community of Social Circle, Georgia, were shocked to hear about this deal to land the $5 billion Rivian factory in their community. And they tried many times to get clear answers on exactly how this is all going to be constructed. And after the state failed to get them any answers, they've come together to raise thousands of dollars to hire an environmental attorney and find legal options to oppose the development of this plant. Unfortunately, uh, as we're very aware here in Georgia, this is not a new phenomenon. This type of closed door development with secret deals cooked up without any input from affected communities is happening in Georgia all the time. 
GCV stands with this community in their concerns about how the Rivian electric vehicle plant will impact their quality of life, especially air and water quality. And so we'll definitely be keeping an eye on the Rivian plant as construction begins, and we hope to continue to advocate with community members to ensure that the plant is built ethically and with as little damage as possible to the surrounding area. So wrapping up, as always, make sure to follow us on social media at GC Voters and GCV Ed Fund. That's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and also visit our website for more info. Yeah, make sure especially to check out the read and watch tabs on our website to see the new stuff we're working on, like videos and blog posts. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Greater Greener Georgia. <laughs> <laughs>